your marriage feels more like The Walking Dead than Sleepless in Seattle, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're your hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and we know that marriage is hard work. And we believe it can be an adventure full of laughter, fun, and building a connection that lasts. So we're on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. This is the Legendary Marriage Podcast, Season 1, Episode 18. And today we're talking about Valentine's Day, stewarding your creative energy well, and the importance of grit in life and in marriage. Enjoy. All right, here we are. Wake up, ground chuck chuckers. It's Groundhog Day. It's cold out there. It's cold out there every day. <laughs> I don't know, how long are we going to go on that? I don't know. For I, those that's of you, as far as I've got. I don't know. For those of you that don't know, that's from the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, where he keeps waking up. In the same day. It's a butchered version of the whole thing. Every day. But it's a great movie. Let's not paint ourselves as, as you know, movie... Buffs. You know. Aficionados. Yeah. Experts there. No, but... I know coaching. I don't know movies. No, I, no. You do know coaching, though. But you know what? Living in Austin... Well, we grew up in Toledo, Ohio. And we have friends who actually grew up in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Yes. And so Groundhog Day, I feel like, is a lot bigger deal up north. And Up north with them dare Yankees. <laughs> well, naturally, it was so funny because we were watching, like, the live feed of it on the Today Show. And they're like, oh, no, six more weeks of winter. And we look outside and it's 80 and sunny. We're like, oh, no. That's it's hor- cold today. That's horrible for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a different, it doesn't mean really much to any yeah. anybody, but it's super fun. That's one of those things that's kind of on my um, bucket list that I would love to do is be in Punxsutawney, PA for Groundhog Day. I just think it would be oh so much gosh. fun. I love the folksiness of it. Folksy. What's that, what's that uh, value you have? Well, it's called the town square value and yeah. it's just like... The very, like, local vibe. Um, I just love to, whenever I travel, like, anything that has, like, a super local folksy vibe, I like to tap into it. What is, but but what does that really, what does it give you? Um, It makes me, like, happy and nostalgic. Like, I live in a world where everything's all happy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> makes me happy it makes me smile like i live in like picture like the town square from back to the future mm-hmm. you know how it's like everybody's just kind of it's the little local Mr. hubbub yeah i would like to live right there in where did he live in the texaco state gas station where the guys come out and they like check the air pressure and wipe the window oh i would love that i would love that but um Anyway, so yeah, Groundhog Day we had, and now we've got the Super Bowl coming up. It's actually... I'm not, I don't think we're actually allowed to say that on our podcast. You're not allowed to use the music or even like 
re- refer to it. Well, I doubt the people from the NFL are listening to our well, podcast. I, I'm just saying. They might be, but I'm not thinking so. But you know what? I am excited that we're going to get to go to well, now, two. Hold on. They have marriages. There are many of those those guys who are married. Well, sure. And, and want to have great mm-hmm. marriages. So maybe they are listening. So I'm just saying it where others may turn them away, may say, no, you're not welcome here. <laughs> of course they're welcome. To all NFL players and their families, to all the, the coaches and, and the, the people that make that whole giant machine work, you are welcome here on the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Anytime, any place, any day. Even members of the New England Patriots... Yes. <laughs> they beat our Steelers two weeks ago and we're still we're still bitter about it. But mm. um so I am happy that we get to go to super two Super Bowl parties tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll go to one friend's before halftime and the others after. And our girls will be total toast. They'll probably fall asleep in the car between Hopefully. parties. And then it'll be a total junk show at the second party. (laughs) Awesome. I can't wait. (laughs) But you know what I get excited about parties like that is um, the appetizers. Well, sure. I could just live on appetizers. Forget the people. Forget Forget the people. Forget spending time with our dearest and nearest friends. awesome commercials that are totally hilarious. No, buffalo chicken dip. Or wings, something of that assortment. Um, Some sort of queso with Rotel in it. All about that. Some sort of chip and dip arrangement. Yeah. Anything really that has the word dip in it is good in my book. Sure. And, but there's also you at parties too. So I, I like the apps, but sometimes... You're you can be very quiet if Me. there's too many people at parties. Yeah. Me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I I like to zero in on a couple people and hang. I'm I I don't do the giant loud groups very well. Yeah. I I don't know that we're going to be parts of big loud no, giant groups I tomorrow. So. Sound like but it. I I love the giant group. I'm yeah. a big fan of the giant loud group. And um, it was it was so much easier before we had kids to do stuff like this, to go to a Super Bowl party and like go to two or three of them and and and, you know, have fun and socialize and everything. And now I just I'm always very present to the kids. The are the kids OK? Are they are they, you know, burrowing holes in the walls of the house that we're visiting? They very well, you know, maybe things like that <laughs> and just the logistics of it and. Are they are they okay? Is everybody safe? Is all of that? So I feel like they're to the age now where they pretty much take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. they're two and five. I mean, they're pretty much grown yeah. at this point. I mean, they're self reliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for if they need like a drink of water, a tissue, you know, anything yeah. really, a butt wipe. Caroline told me today, she's two, she said she wanted to learn how to wipe herself. I was like, let's go for it. Yeah. Allie was like 100 before we taught her. <laughs> I think that's a first kid kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the the fact is that Caroline gets to the benefit of seeing Allie do all kinds of stuff. Sure. And then she tries it. 
which is often very good and sometimes not so good. Not not so good. Okay, so here's my question. Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day is coming up and you know holidays like this they 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 sometimes fail to hit my radar. I got to be really honest. Aren't you glad we're having this podcast so that you remember it's Valentine's yeah, Day? Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day is coming up in what? 10 days. Something. So technically we'll have another episode coming out before then. Well, but you might want to start planning something before a couple days before Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. So, honey, what would really hit your, hit your, uh, for Valentine's Day? Um, uh, how do I answer that in a PG (laughs) or a G rated way? I mean, Um, like, what would you like or like to do for Valentine's Day? Like, what would you like to honor? Um, I don't know how to answer that in a G rated <laughs> way. Honor, I hardly know her. Uh, no, for real. Yeah. What do you want for Valentine's Day? Because I'm not reading your mind here, I, babe. I, yeah, I haven't given it a single thought. Really? I, I really genuinely haven't given it a single thought. I am so up to my eyeballs with work right now. I haven't given it a thought other than to know oh yeah i need we need to do something like we (laughs) like it's an obligation like it's one of those no it's i don't want it to be an obligation Uh -uh. like i want us to do something sure so we need to design our expectation and 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 like what do we want what do we want it to be my is it just put the kids to bed and we get to go to sleep early Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. That would that'd be a cheap Valentine's Day. You should see the look on Danielle's face <laughs> no! as soon as I said that. It was like, oh, yes. The angels are singing, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, but the tricky thing is, is then sleeping in in the morning too. I want to go to bed early and I want to sleep in in the morning. There's no sleeping in. There's no sleeping in. There's none. Our children are such early risers. I have seriously no idea where they got that from. I I, I don't know. I just, I want to have like a, I want to have like the Vulcan neck pinch. Sure. When she comes in at 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning and she's like, what? What's going on? Oh. And she just slumps down on the floor asleep again. You could do that and make it work in like 30 minute increments, like a snooze button on your kid. And somehow they would magically sleepwalk back to their bed too. I don't even care about that. Just right there on next on the floor next to our bed. That's fine. <laughs> the floor. That's fine. <laughs> or if she, or or when she crawls into the bed, you mm-hmm. just reach over and go and like get her in that that little thing. She just. I was about it's time to wake up and walk. <laughs> But I feel just, like somehow as long as she's she, not twitching and kicking and squirming and everything. I feel like some way, somehow, she would find a way to still twitch and kick us. Like, I'm sure. Oh my I'm gosh. Sure. So right. I guess I'll I'll just take that off the list. Forget learning the Vulcan sleeper hold. All right. So what about it was going to be tough because I don't know any Vulcans. Not even sure what's going on here. What this <laughs> conversation is about. <laughs> So Valentine's Day. Oh, um, yeah. Are you going to ask me what I want? Are we going to get each other cards? What? Well, yeah. Well, let's start there. What do you want? Um, I would just like a night with a babysitter. Mm-hmm. 
and like go out, get a drink, get dinner, someplace fun. Not like some fancy schmancy expensive place, but you know how I do it. I just like something fun and cash mm-hmm. and maybe go dancing. I'll be fun. Oh, do our country dancing. I sure. got I got some new uh, plaid shirts that I got for Christmas that I haven't strutted out yet. <laughs> I've got some seriously nice embroidery on them, so I'm going to rock those pretty hard. Yeah. They look a little boyish, though. I'm a little concerned, but. Uh, okay. Maybe I'll just like. Maybe I can wear them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So dinner and dancing. Dinner and dancing. That'd be fun. Next some, Friday? Some good conversation. Well, let's wait like, a couple weeks. Let's wait a couple weeks. That way we'll have free babysitting because my parents will be here. Let's delay. Yeah, let's Valentine's delay our Day Valentine's Day. Tuesday. Are we going to just wait for your parents to get here? Heck yeah. All what right. difference does it make to us? We'll just so, have to da- so, uh, beat the crowd. So, Daniel's parents, if you're listening to this, just, just know that there's at least one day night when you come to visit. That's right. Heck yeah. Yeah. But like for Valentine's Day, are we going to do anything that day? Do you want to? It's a Tuesday. I mean, I mean. I just said Tuesday really weird. I mean, we'll hump for sure. Sure. Otherwise, I don't have any high expectations. Yeah. We'll give the full, the the full wash and wax. (laughs) The full Monty. The full Monty. Yeah, I think, I think let's just, let's, for one, let's not work till midnight on that night. Agreed. <laughs> what about cards? Do we want to get each other cards? Um, no. No? Okay. How <laughs> you about, know me, let's I'm just, not a carder. You know, I, I like it, but I, I really like as, as we were doing the four by four challenge, which we haven't done since we wrapped up the last one yeah. a week ago. Um, I really liked the notes on the, the love notes. I liked the love notes. So if we just like, let's, let's come back to that again. Okay. All we'll right? do that. Like, even just like the Sharpie on, or not Sharpie, but the dry erase marker on the bathroom mirror. That's cool. Okay. We'll do that. I like it. It's, it's a, uh, it's a fun little, oh, Hey, she thought of me. Good alliance, honey. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything else you'd like to coach around, honey? Do you have anything else going on? Oh. You know, um, see, this is the beauty. Like we're both coaches. So if there's ever anything on one of our minds that we're like, man, we really need some coaching around that. As it turns out. Yeah. We're both sleeping with a smoking hot coach. So well, we can, uh, friends with benefits, you know, you're, you're, you're talking awful Randy tonight. Well, it's our Valentine's episode. What do you want me to do? Okay. I, I mean, that's fine. I, it's I'm not complaining. I'm just noting, like, well, it's she's, honey. It's something's on her mind, and it ain't money. Well, it was a bad reference to that song. Got my mind on my money, my money on my mind. Was well, that Snoop Dogg or something like that? Anyway, was that honey? Um, you know, there's, there's, there's. I've been thinking about this today as I've been working all day. Uh-huh. On a Saturday. Sure. And, um, you know, we've hit this place the last couple of weeks, really, the last week, um, as we're uh, prepping content for the first quarter of Legendary Marriage Academy, and we're wrapping up stuff for the, the launch process and everything. 
And it, it's just like, I have no creative energy whatsoever left. Mm. I am tapped out. That's like the no muse, bueno. the muse has left the building. Mm. Um, and it, it's, it's natural. Like you, we all hit these places. We all have these edges where they're, they're kind of the edge points of our, of our experience and our, our capacity in a way. Yeah. Right. And it, it's not a, it's not necessarily a limitation. It's not the same thing because you can push an edge. You can really, you can really work it, but it requires grit. Okay. I'm curious here. When you said the muse has left the building. Yeah. Um, what? is it what does it look for what does it look like for you to have a muse um you know i i think sometimes you think that's like a fictitious thing but is that like a no 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 it's not and it's not an a christian or pantheistic it's i mean it's just it's it's a general kind Mm -hmm, of a term mm -hmm. um we know that we're created by god yep and the first thing we learn uh, uh about all of it is god created us in his image. Mm-hmm. First thing we learn about God is he's creative and we're in his image. So we are creative. Every single one of us, we all have a creative design, a creative oh. desire to create a legacy in our work, a legacy in our family, to create an impact in our community, to create a great sandwich. Most importantly, <laughs> to create a warm, loving home, to create beautiful kids, to create something we all want to create. And, um, so there's this kind of like, I picture this ball of energy in us. It's this creative energy, so to speak, that's re- reflective uniquely of who God is. And um, when we when we consume crap. Okay. Um, uh, like mind, soul, yeah, body. Yeah, just stupid junk entertainment or too much, frankly, too much news. Oh, especially and lately. And stuff like that. When we, when we, when we're in a mode of just consuming creative stuff, watching great movies and reading great books and, you know, photography and art and everything, it fills up sure. the soul in a way that, that, you know, is, is hard to describe. You have a reservoir to tap into. Yeah. Being out in the, in the wilderness, going on mm-hmm. a hike, you know, going to Yellowstone and seeing seeing the falls and everything. Right. It fills us up in a way that's that's indescribable. And then there are times when when we just pour it out. We're writing a book or we're creating an online program or you're launching a podcast or you're, you know, you have a newborn baby. Right, sure. And you're trying to create a home and a family and design marriage and parenting and everything all at once. Right. And you're just pouring it out. And the challenge is that if you're just creating or if you're just consuming uh-huh. it, it's it's not the fullness of what of what we're made to be or right. who we're, who we're made to be right right and and if you're just creating that's not it either got to have a balance yeah it's it's like workaholism right work hard like we need to work hard Hard work is good for the soul, it's good for the mind, and it's good for the yeah. body. But but doing nothing but that is bad. Anything to an extremist. So we've just been in this place of pouring out creatively. And I haven't had held a good rhythm 
of restoring my soul over the past few weeks. Yeah, really, I was going to say, so. like you said, the muse has left the building. Um, what does it look like for you to get the muse back in the building? Well, I mean, the easy answer to that is... Let me guess, a motorcycle ride. Well, (laughs) no, the the easy answer is, okay, everything that's so urgent and important and ultimate on the to-do list and the the panorama of things that are going on in life, um, sorry, but you're all on hold. I'm going for a motorcycle ride, a hike. I'm going to grab a camera and go out into the woods and take beautiful pictures. Mm. I'm going to go to a great movie. I'm going to go listen to music. I'm going to, you know, go swing in a hammock and just take a nap. My soul needs, needs rest. I'm going to take a day or a week or a month off and just disappear into creation and be restored. But the fact of the matter is, yeah, (laughs) that doesn't work. Right. Right. Like tomorrow I'll get up first thing in the morning and make breakfast with the girls, and then we'll go to church, and then we'll have got stuff to do, and then we're going to go to the Super Bowl parties, and then and then yeah. the next day it's work, and the day after that, and that you know, yeah. life just rolls on, which is why it's so important to find the right rhythms, sure, and practices to to maintain the soul because we can't have vacation all the time, right, right, right. But right? you if know we what? Didn't work, if we didn't work, we'd drive ourselves nuts. I think it was interesting how you said you'd go for a motor- motorcycle ride, you'd do hiking, you would lie in a hammock, mm-hmm. you'd go to a movie, listen to great music. I'm wondering what do Read great books, you know, spend time in the scriptures. What you know. do all those things have in common that um, really restore you? Um, there, there's part of it is just consuming other people's creativity, seeing mm-hmm. beautiful things, con- you know, reading remarkable things, experiencing um, amazing experiences. Yeah. And it just fills the soul. I think in a, in a certain degree, we're made to be experiencing that and then putting it back out in the world. Yeah. I love how you know yourself well enough to know when you need that restoration and, and that yet, you're out of I balance. I still struggle with creating and holding and practicing the rhythms and practices that 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 keep my my spirit full. Sure. As opposed to I feel like on a regular basis, you're pretty good about it. Like I try to when you get when you start getting to the point where you're like uh, 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 I need to I need to go for a hike. Like you don't just let it build up and just well, snap. You you're you tend you tend you re- you you restore yourself you to do. some degree. But like this week, we're working in the office late at night, and I've got this wooden katana. From an experience that I did a few years AKA ago. AKA a sword. And um, <laughs> I, I'm, I just, I'm a kinesthetic person. When I start getting stressed out and I start edging oh out, gosh, I, start, I start getting, um, like, I've spent too much time inside. You get antsy. I get antsy. And so I'm, I'm picking this up and I'm, I'm kind of playing with it in the office and Danielle's freaking out. Because well, she's she's afraid that I'm going to somehow cut her in half with a wooden <laughs> stick or poke her eye out or something. And 
you know, it's not to say that it's completely assuredly beyond the realm of possibility, <laughs> but come on. And uh, like it's, it was, it was, we had a little bit of some heated fellowship around that. And it was, it was one of those moments where I was like, ah, this is what's happening. Like, I can't sit in that seat one more minute. I have nothing left in me. Yeah. And so there's a couple of things that, that, that I've, I've shifts I've made in the last few days. One is coming back to the thing that I've always known is true and I always try to do. And yet when we have big things going on, I start to lose track of it. And the first thing is this. I got to find a way to win first thing in the morning. Mm. I got to find some way to win. Um, and, and there's probably three categories that the win has to, f- can fall in, um, health and fitness. So okay. like a great workout or yoga sure. or something like that. Um, something tactical, like something done. Yeah. Right. Check it off the to-do so list. So if it's a blog post, it's posted. If it's, uh, taking the trash out, the trash is out. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But it also, it, it, taking the trash out doesn't really meet that as much because it needs to be some kind of a creative endeavor. Yeah. Right. Something that I can, it puts a little fuel in the tank to go, okay, I accomplished one thing. Now I can accomplish other things. So taking out the trash doesn't do that for you. It doesn't do it so much. (laughs) It it can in a pinch, pinch. I can find some meaning in that. But, but the point is to, to find something, some easy win. Yeah. Right. Um, Get, get one creative, tiny creative act accomplished, completed, done. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is it gives your, your, your heart and your soul a little bit of ammunition to fight against the, the saboteurs that we all have, the, those forms of resistance that say, oh, you're never going to get this done. It's never going to happen. You know, your whole family's going to end up living under a bridge naked and afraid or something. Um, sure. Th- those, those, those fatalistic kind of, uh, perspectives that, that want to come in and just come up against you as you're trying to get towards some big goal. So let me, let me stop you just for a minute. I'm, I'm hitting, I'm hearing two things from you, um, that seem very important to you. One is you need something that is restorative right now. And two, you need something that's creative. Mm-hmm. And which is very interesting because in the beginning of this conversation, you'd said you were feeling tapped out creatively. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting to hear me say, to hear you say, um, in this restoration process, I need to also be creative in it when that's the thing that feels like super empty and low to you. Yeah. Like you could actually use that. Um, not to tap you out further, but also in your restoration process. So I find that very interesting. Yeah. So what could that look like for you to combine those two, the restoration and the creativity? It's it's a balance thing. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, a wooji kind of a thing where it's like, we've got to consume. I need to consume great creative stuff and I need to put a little bit out there. And then, and you know, when it's like, Write this book. Write 60,000 words in a book today. Uh, wow, this is never going to happen. And the cynic kicks in, the internal critic and everything yeah. kicks in. But 
write 10 words. Okay. Yeah. You know, I found like when you were saying like, go into the woods and shoot with your camera. Well, it's like, okay, that's restorative because you love the hiking that feeds you. Sure. It's outside. It's got sunshine and vitamin D. And it's D. a creative process. It's, if it, you're there's, It's a tiny creative act. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a tiny creative act. Do something that you know you can do. Or like you said, reading a book in a hammock. Like, I haven't had a both. chance. I haven't that's had a both. chance to read in, uh, I mean, since the first of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten through two chapters in the book that I'm working on. And I usually read about a book every 10 to 12 days. Yeah, sure. And it's just like not cre- consuming something. Yeah. So that, that, that I've got ideas. Yeah. You know, whether it's stuff that's related to what we're working on or it's not. So you know I what? I need to consume some. I need to put mm-hmm. some out there. So, Justin, I'm going to challenge you to do something this week that is both restorative and creative. Okay. What could that look like for you? Um, because the cool thing about this is it's not like I know the thoughts that are going through Justin's head right now, or it's like, I don't have time for it. <laughs> the create. <laughs> I don't have time to get Once we're done with away. the project well, that we're working on, but let I'll me do just, that. Let me just. It's what's going through my head. And I, I know, know but w- I'm, I'm just wondering, like, if you take two hours or whatever it is to do something like that, that's restorative and creative. Maybe you come back to your project and you're like slamming through stuff. So it's actually a time saver instead of a time waster. And that's exactly true. Yeah. It's, um, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show, like uh, just the self care and the restorative play and everything taking time for yourself and how we, we just constantly try to pour ourselves out and empty the tank and then you got nothing left to give. Um, I'm not there. I'm not like, it's, it's nothing dire. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just weary. Okay. I'm, so, I'm edging, I'm edging out. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think are I, just, you agreeing I need to a do sunny something? day. I need a sunny day this week. I don't care what temperature it is. I need a sunny day. Sure. When I can go out on the trail and hike with an audiobook. With an audiobook. Okay. So it's like you're consuming. So that's your creative. Mm-hmm. And it's restorative. Or maybe just you're some hiking. music. I don't know. Okay. So would you, how do we know you're going to do this? Uh, you don't. How about you check in with our listeners next week on the podcast and we can get an update. Okay. I will between now and next week go on a hike. Okay, sounds like a good deal. Mm-hmm. You You've know. just been coached. Boom. Ooh. <laughs> uh. Thanks, honey. You're it's, welcome. Like, yeah, thank you. You know, the, I guess the thing I want to say is is turn, turning a corner there. The thing I want to say is um, we need balance, and you know, even in the points when I'm like. I can't, I don't have creative energy, so I can't write 60,000 words. Right. But I can, I can hole, hole punch the paper, <laughs> right? So it's like you, you keep finding a way. Grit is about finding a way to move the ball forward somehow. That's what grit is, whether you're talking about projects at work or 
you know, your relationship, your marriage or parenting or, you know, the relationships with extended family. It's, it, it requires grit sometimes. You just keep moving forward, find some way to create some momentum, create some energy for yourself, take care of it, steward it well, create some balance and, and just keep going. It doesn't always look like bulldozing through things. Sometimes it actually does look like going for a hike this week. That That's probably one of the best things that I could do to to have more myself to offer you. And aren't you glad that I'm making you do it? So I'm totally cool with it. It's awesome. I am glad. <laughs> I'm very glad. That's interesting how it's funny, that works. It's funny, just before you started to say that, <laughs> I started thinking like, oh man, how am I going to fit that in along with everything else? And, you know... Uh, I'll so, make the time for you, babe. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I think that's all we have for this episode. Hey, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy. Yes. Go teams with the sport ball thing. Honey, come on. Please. <laughs> Please. We may have to take a man card for that one. Uh, you can have your man cards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need man cards. <laughs> I don't need man cards or or guns or any stereotyping things. I know what I am. You got your sword. I got my wooden sword. All right. That's all we have for you this week on the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show so we know how we're doing and other couples can find us. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.